Welcome to the Rock is George podcast. I'm your host, George Dion, and this is episode 39. Thank you for tuning in to the Rock is George podcast, whether you came over from rockisgeorge.com, anchor.fm, slash rockisgeorge, YouTube, or knac.com, or one of the many streaming podcasting platforms out there. For episode 39, I have the lead singer of a hard rock supergroup, Black Swan. Black Swan is made up of drummer Matt Starr, known for his work in Ace Frehley and Mr. Big. Bass player Jeff Pilsen, known for his work in Dokken, The End Machine, and Foreigner. Guitarist Reb Beach from Winger and currently Whitesnake. And of course, vocalist Robin McCulley. You probably know him as the frontman of the McCulley Shanker Group. He also released a great solo album last year called Standing on the Edge through Frontiers Music. I had the chance to see Robin for the first time a couple years ago when he was part of Michael Shanker Fest, where Michael Shanker brought out all his past vocalists, Gary Bardem, Graham Bonnet, Robin McCauley, and I dare you to find a better power ballad than MSG's Anytime with Robin on vocals. Black Swan first got together in 2020 for the release of their debut album, Shake the World, and they're back about two years to the day later with their latest release, Generation Mind. It comes out on April 8th on Frontiers Music. I had the chance to talk to Robin ahead of the album's release. We had a bit of audio issues on Zoom, so what was salvaged was the best I could get out of it. But it's still an informative interview. So here is Robin McCulley of Black Swan. If I knew absolutely nothing about Black Swan, how would you describe the band's music to me? Whoa. Um, well, I suppose that it, it's classic rock, but it's hard and heavy classic rock. Hard to get out of the genre of classic rock with uh, those of the band, but uh, we like to put our little touch on the music. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's not your typical, not your typical classic rock. Yeah, yeah. You definitely have your own sound with you know Reb Beach yeah. and Jeff Pilson coming yeah. on a dock in while Reb was in Winger as well, and Matt Starr yeah. from Ace Freely. How did you guys all get together? Was this something one of you put together or something Frontiers put together? Uh, Frontiers actually pre-pandemic um, had approached me about a year prior to the pandemic thing and uh, they wanted me to do a solo record. I really had no interest at all in doing a solo record and so we put that on the back burner and uh, then Jeff called me and I've known Jeff. Jeff was my best man so I've known Jeff for 30 plus years. Jeff said hey uh, Serafino wants me to put a band together uh, and he goes he wants to call it a super group and I went nah I don't like the idea of a super group I mean that's just so hokey and he said no 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 really uh, he said I, I've already talked to Reb because Reb was on the uh, tooth and nail with uh, um, for Dawkins and he's totally down for it if you'll be down for it and I went well if Reb's doing it I would love to do it um, and I said, are you playing bass? And he said, no, I'm not playing bass. I'll be the producer taking a back seat. And I went, nah, that's not going to work. You have to play bass. And he said, no, no, no. I got some great bass players lined up. And I went, yeah, 
and they're all called Jeff Pilsen. <laughs> <laughs> so we started writing, uh, to answer your question, we started writing and Jeff, of course, would uh, was producing and he'd lay down the rough bases and Reb and I would go rough my ass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so we kind of beat him up and he goes, okay, whatever. So uh, we got what we wanted and he got what he wanted. And then I had worked with Matt a couple of times and uh, we got Matt in uh, on drums and hard in the beginning because with Dawkin and Winger and Whitesnake, I was uh, heavily involved five nights a week with a, a, a classic rock show in Vegas. So I was forever working. Matt was out with Ace Freely and he was out with Mr. Big. So he just managed to um, get our schedules and They'd send me some songs and then whenever we could sort of be all in the same place at the same time, which wasn't often, uh, we'd start to lay down the tracks and uh, we came out with Shake the World, which we were really happy with. Then the pandemic hit and that kind of put a dark cloud over the entire world, let alone the country and a, and a, and a, and a, and a simple CD. Um, and here we are, almost, uh, what, two and a half years or something, to the same day, same month. You know, it was Valentine's Day when we released Shake the World and it was just the day after. St. Patrick's Day, we released the second single. So um, <laughs> that's, we, we make it work. It's, it's difficult because we're really as individuals with our own schedules, but uh, we got it done. And, and uh, we think we just took this second record up a couple of notches and put our mark on it. And uh, it's great, we're, we, we're very happy with it. So I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, the second album is Generation Mind. It comes out April 8th on Frontiers Music. And yes. I would agree with you that it's a more focused album. Do you think this is because you guys are kind of gelling with each other after the first we album? Know each other. I think we know each other now. And, and you know, Reb is just uh, his depth of, of quality and he's just a great guitar player. We kind of, you know, you write a bunch of tunes and then you go, ah, that's what we do. And now you're in the next phase and we go, here it comes. Yeah, we, we uh, didn't really discuss it too much. We just went kind of the unspoken word. We, we, we knew what we were about. We laid it down on the second record and we're very happy with it. Yeah. I think one of the yeah. best things about you know the Black Swan sound is it doesn't sound anything like the bands that you guys are in. It doesn't Sound like Dawkins or Winger or White Snake or MSG or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. You guys are carving yeah, out your we, own. We did, Jeff said, "Well, the label wants a classic rock record," and we just laughed. We went, "What's that? <laughs> that's a name. That's a that's a that's you know. It's like oh well, there you go. There's the bag." We went, "Okay, move on," <laughs> and we just they just started writing the music, and and we went, "I'm not thinking about classic rock or any other kind of rock. This is just what we're doing." Yeah, and I think we definitely have our black swan sound whatever that is you know but it's just who we are and that's can't do any more than that really you know well let's talk a, a little bit about the singles that you've released let's talk about the story behind generation mind the new age of kid radical thinking um they don't think like us old guys do <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of where i went with it lyrically all right, let's start with the story behind Eagles Fly. So Eagles Fly is basically lyrically is is around uh, 
H.G. Wells' um, War of the Worlds, which I was a huge fan of. I particularly liked the album that uh, Jeff Flynn had recorded with uh, David Essex and Phil Linett and Justin Hayward. Um, and also Richard Burton was the narrator on that. And I was a huge fan. I loved the artwork. So when I heard the uh, opening riff to the music, um, there was something in there that sounded like one of the aliens on the album. And Reb was laughing at me going, I have no idea what you heard. Okay, I heard it. <laughs> and here's the, and here's the storyline. So that's really where all of the uh, video concept ideas came from the director. He got the storyline and uh, we ended up with that video. And I think I told you earlier, you know, one of my friends yesterday calling me going, dude, how come there's no water in the pool? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I said, well, he'd look funny if he was floating around in there, but maybe he should have been. I'm not sure. <laughs> Do you have another single planned for release day? Yeah, there is another single uh, uh, called Miracle that will come out with the album on April 8th. And it's uh, the video is really cool. It's it's basically part of a personal view behind the scenes of both the making of both videos. It's really it's actually really cool. Better than than most of the time they uh, the label puts out sort of a lyric video like with a still background and, and I'm not really too keen on that sort of stuff. This is much more of a sort of uh, behind the scenes look at the band and ourselves as individuals. Just you know just hanging. So that comes out on April 8th. Um, and I noticed this morning, even though we just dropped Eagles Fly yesterday, I think we're over 30,000 views already just on the day. So it's good. Somebody is watching. So thank you, everybody, whoever the somebodies are. Thank you. And keep watching, keep sharing, keep liking. And thank you, George. It's, it's awesome that you uh, take the time to uh, promote it for us. We really appreciate it. No problem. You guys are releasing Generation Mind in several formats. You have streaming, you have a physical CD, uh, you have vinyl. Are you, I mean, you're an old guy like me. You must like vinyl. Love the vinyl. And one of my sons, my son Casey, who, by the way, um, also sings backup on this record and sang backup on, uh, on uh, Shake the World also. And he's a great guitar player. He just loves to get involved. He loves to come to the studio with me. He's got a he's got a really cool setup. He he loves he loves vinyl. He's got a great collection of vinyl, and the vinyl for this is really cool. I think it's a crystal finish on this one. Yeah. Um, it looks really awesome. It looks really awesome. And uh, the artwork, uh, Stan Decker again, he, like he did the first record um, on Shake the World. He did the artwork for that, and he did the artwork for this, which I absolutely love. He's he's very very talented. We worked hard to. Uh, to get the artwork for this one concept idea um basically came out of the the pandemic yet again you may as well use the tools that are available to you right back in the time of the of the black plague they used to wear uh, a mask and they were known as plague doctors we wanted a more sort of alien uh ominous looking uh face and we worked hard and we got the colors right and everything. I love it. I think it's great. Looks good on a t-shirt too, by the way, which you can also buy. You can also buy from the label. So lots of nothing stuff. Wrong, nothing wrong with shameless self-promotion. I know. I'm sorry. You did ask. <laughs> <laughs> I know you open the door and Macaulay will run with it. <laughs>
Well, you didn't mention the cassette. You guys actually have this in cassette format. I know. When I saw that, I'm going, does anybody have a cassette player? No. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know, you know. Um, I know somewhere in, in my garage, in, in a box somewhere, I probably have uh, a number of the old, do you remember the old Walkman? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I, I'm sure I have a couple somewhere. Um, I'm not going to go looking for them. <laughs> but, it's going to uh, be the yeah. people driving around in 1988 Ford Escorts. Well, there you have it. And they would have a cassette player. That's right. Right. <laughs> right. And, 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 and they will probably look really cool. And as, long as, they, as long as they have a, what, what was it, a, a pencil or something? You know, when, right. the tape, when the tape gets unraveled, it can wind it back in. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be able to bring Black Swan out on the road at some point? Oh, Lord. Um, Jeff posted a comment yesterday. He said, as soon as, as, soon as uh, Foreigner is not playing live, and as soon as uh, Winger and Whitesnake and Ace Freely, and I'm not on tour with, <laughs> with, with, with Shanker, um, then we will definitely do it. We would love to play... We would love to play a couple of festivals because we feel it would be the perfect stage, no pun intended, a certain amount of people in the same place at the same time. And it would be sort of instant exposure for Black Swan, as opposed to a tour that might not be so easy to put together. Some festivals would be great because it would still entail uh, the band coming together to rehearse and for the purpose of a show or a cruise or something, you know, that's probably the most, uh, I don't want to say the easiest, but probably the best avenue we would, we would most like able to take because of the crazy schedules we have with all our individual projects. Yeah. I'd say the cruise is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have to admit, I've never been on a cruise. I've never been sort of, I've had the opportunity many times and I went, nah, I don't want to go into a cruise <laughs> To me, it's like going into a, a, a cage and you can't get out of it. <laughs> That's just me. I took a cruise when I, when I got married the first time. I took a cruise from Massachusetts to Bermuda and there just happened to be a hurricane out in the ocean. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it was brutal. Oh, I can't I can't even imagine. You're trying to walk down the hall and you're going far left and then you're going far right. And there's people sitting <laughs> at the bar still. And they're trying to drink while they lean into the left and the right. It was it was comical. Looking back, I'm like, I should have been more scared. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Not for me. Not for <laughs> me. Well, maybe no cruise. Let's just play the festivals. You know, I love <laughs> I love solid ground under my feet, George. <laughs> well, if you leave from Florida, you'll be fine. Just don't leave from you know the Northeast. Right. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> So you are heading out on tour. I just read yesterday you're doing a couple of months with your old pal, Michael Schenker. I am. Um, um, Ronnie Romero is on the new record. Ronnie ran into some personal issues and uh, was unable to, to fulfill that initial commitment. So uh, I'm jumping in to take care of you and some of the UK shows. And Europe is pretty extensive because I think it starts all the way up in Finland through Sweden and and Germany and all the way down into uh, Spain and Italy. Um, so I'll be doing that. And uh, I think later on in the year, Ronnie seems with him coming back in, but we'll see as it goes. We're all there to uh, support each other. So I'll be busy uh, 
throughout April and May with uh, with Michael Schenker. Michael Schenker! <laughs> <laughs> Have you been back on stage since the uh, pandemic lockdowns? Um, I did a couple of shows. Um, you know, I was part of a... Uh, I was part of a, a Las Vegas uh, classic rock show, Raiding the Rock Vault, for the last seven years, right up to the pandemic. We covered some 1,500 shows five nights a week, voted best classic rock show in Vegas. So uh, we're scheduled to um, get that back into gear, I think, sometime around May uh, or June. And uh, I did a couple of shows in Vegas, some uh, corporate uh, events in the meantime yeah nice. that's what um, we do so you know when we're not on stage what are we going to do you know bake although <laughs> 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 I, I like baking <laughs> you're not making any you didn't make any irish soda bread for for saint patrick's day no and i will tell you george my wife makes a really good soda bread and from vienna you know, she has all, all of the old family recipes, so she's pretty good. But I didn't have any yesterday, and I didn't have any Guinness yesterday. What's oh, my man. problem? And I don't eat I don't eat red meat, so I can't have the uh, I can't have the corned beef. So, so what am I supposed to do? <laughs> what is it beyond meatless? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't think they do a corned beef yet. No, I can't. no, they don't. I, I don't know. My son loves that stuff, so um, it's all peas. And I've I've tried it. What did you say? Peas? It's all peas. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's pea protein. Yep. Oh, well, that can't be bad, I suppose. <laughs> it's not bad. It's yeah. just weird. <laughs> it's just weird. Well, if you like meat, I guess it's uh, peas are, are a sorrowful sub, uh, uh, substitute. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you for talking to me today, and the new album is. Generation Mind. It comes out on April 8th. Robin, I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much, George. Thanks for having me. Sorry about the uh, the issues, but uh, we got the chat, which is great. That's right. And I'm sure we'll chat again, either, you know, your next solo album, or whatever else you're working on. Thank you. I'm working on the solo right now and um, a couple of other projects that you will hear from me. I think in about three weeks, I did a, uh, I did a record in the UK for Escape Records, uh, and I did a remake of uh, Blue Oyster Cults, Don't Fear the Reaper, and that single will be out in about a week, maybe two weeks. Thank you, and uh, stay well, sir. Once again, I'd like to thank Robin McCulley for coming on the Rock is George podcast. Be sure to check out the new album by Black Swan. It's called Generation Mind. If you like what you hear, make sure you buy a physical copy, support the artist, the album's on sale at the Frontiers Music Shop. I'd also like to thank Dustin Hardman of Hardman Promotions and Frontiers Music for making this interview possible. You've been great. I've been George Dion, and I'll see you again soon. Mm-hmm.